And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed. We don't give enough credit to signs, and we really should. That sign over there tells you great French fries. That sign over there tells you this is your exit. And look at that legendary sign. It's the Motel 6 sign. It tells you a great night's rest at a great price. Book online at motel6.com. And use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. Look for the signs. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a great price when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letter CP. Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That's a great deal. And that's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. This is Red Eye Radio. All across America and around the world, 86690-RED-EYE. He is Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Good morning. Download our Red Eye Radio app today, and you can listen when and where you want if you can't listen live overnight. You know, Breitbart had this story. I didn't see this anywhere else. And you would think that there would be some interest in this story. Senator Dan Sullivan from Alaska told an audience at a think tank event last Thursday that the Pentagon denied a request from the 11th Air Force in Alaska to shoot down the Chinese spy balloon before it entered American airspace. So they remember initially, you know, well, we didn't catch it till it was over. And then we found out that wasn't true. Right. Sullivan said at the Hudson Institute that the Alaska units F-22 and F-35 fighter jets had tracked the balloon from far away. Hmm. And had requested permission to shoot it down before it entered U.S. airspace on January 29th. But were denied. The 11th Air Force is part of the North American Aerospace Defense Command, NORAD. None of this makes any sense. At no, all. no, it doesn't. This doesn't make any sense. Our Alaska commanders requested permission to shoot it down, was denied. He said to comments first reported by the Financial Times, I'm not sure that's public, but that's a fact. Wow. And that that was Thursday. And then Friday went Saturday. So Breitbart got it from the Financial Times. I don't know of any other American outlet that's written that story. Interesting that the Financial Times had it. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're behind a paywall. <laughs> well, and, you know... Uh, they're not the most no. conservative. No. no, they're not. No they're news not. organization no. either. No, no, not at all. And so we know because remember we found out that they'd been tracking it since it took off from China. Right. 
We know that. Mm-hmm. So it came over. Mm-hmm. So they've been trying. It wasn't like they didn't know it was there. The, it just adds to this entire <sighs> baffling narrative that's been thrown out by the administration since the very beginning on this. Everything that had nothing makes any kind of sense. And I'm still, it was last Monday that we brought you because remember there, there was that, uh, oh, who was the, the interview being done that uh, uh, had to be on one of the Sunday morning news shows that they, they asked the, they asked the question, the reporter asked the question, well, so you shot down three unknown things. So did you like change the radar so you're not shooting down these same weather balloons anymore? Right. Well, no, we haven't changed anything. Well, then why aren't you shooting them down? If you shot those down, nobody has an answer. No. It's like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but in national defense, that's not acceptable. Well, that's God. the thing is that... Jeez. <laughs> Basically, the question is, have you learned anything? Have you changed anything after right. all that? No. no. Because the next question would be, you're going to keep shooting down weather balloons? <laughs> That's what she asked. <laughs> I mean, if was that you Martha, haven't was, that was learned Martha anything. That was, that was Martha Raddatz. I, I was going to say, uh, yeah, I think it was, was yeah. Martha Raddatz. Yeah. I just yeah. thought about it. it. Was Martha Reddison. So that was actually asked on on a liberal network. Yeah. That well, did you change anything? I mean, did you? Why then? Why aren't you still shooting them down? Yeah. Right. <laughs> what? Gosh, yes. Unbelievable. Well, <laughs> again, we're so doomed <laughs> because that's the question in 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 terms of the chain of command. We've been asking from the beginning. Now, remember on the first one, Biden said, you know, I wanted to shoot it down, but then, you know, they said it wasn't safe over land. So we shot it down over the water. Okay. And then they just started shooting everything down. (laughs) So the question becomes, well, then who's in charge? Because it feels like nobody is. Yeah. And if he's in charge, God help us. It's just it's so and sad. internally did you know did was there a situation where they're looking at it because if you're a pilot you're seeing something and you may not be able to identify it specifically but you can see that it is, it, it is it quite possibly is not a threat if you have a visual on it. And you're looking at it because those pilots see these things on a regular basis. That's why we didn't believe the narrative. And we still don't believe the narrative. I still don't believe the narrative that these balloons came in before undetected. Right. Because remember, that was the whole point where they come in undetected. Well, this wasn't undetected. No. We detected no. it when it took off from China. We, we, we knew we, we, we followed it from the beginning. Right. We know we've got Air Force yeah. that spotted it way before. Right. So we didn't buy into that from the very beginning. And so did, has anybody checked into the story about that this actually happened before and how it happened before? Right. Because if we're being told, as we were told by the one person in NORAD, 
that we have holes in the system mm-hmm. that still haven't been corrected. Right. Implying that this, because initially that's what he said, implying that we didn't detect the latest Chinese balloon. Mm-hmm. Well, we did. Yeah, we did. We saw it all the way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, we just let it sit there because the media doesn't care. There's no curiosity whatsoever because it's it's a Democratic administration, so we just let it go because this thing can't die. Well, this is it, – it, and this is the problem because the real question is, all right, what order was given? Because at some point, the orders were given on the other balloons beyond the first one. Just assume for the sake of the argument that it's true that he was ordering that first balloon to be shot down. And they said, no, we can't do that because the payload is too big and it could hit over a populated area and we can't take it down. And then, look, this is all spin. From shooting down the first balloon all the way through the others, it was that was all a reaction, a political reaction, a response, not to China, but to the American people. And you look at those other items, and was it the case that you had pilots saying, we don't think this is a foreign balloon at all? This doesn't, this looks very mundane. This could be a a child's party that got out of hand and some balloons got into the air. This does not look like a threat. Shoot it down. Remember on the one balloon, the first attempt missed. Mm-hmm. Is that because it was so small? And if it was so small and you had a visual on it from the pilot, did that pilot report back and then was told, doesn't matter, we've been given the order, shoot it down? Nothing Nothing makes sense because there was a question, well, why'd you shoot down these balloons and not the first one? That right. still has not been answered. No, it hasn't. And now they, uh, you know, they basically admitted, no, yeah, we don't believe that these were a threat ever. They weren't. Right. We don't believe they were. We can't tell you what they are. Well, then why aren't you shooting down balloons now? Exactly. Is that because you've, what did they say, realigned the radar or done right. whatever? Right. Ma- excuse me, made the radar more precise? Right. Were you imprecise? Were you imprecise? Was the radar be- imprecise to begin with? Exactly. <laughs> because nothing, absolutely nothing on this, nothing on it still makes sense today. No. Nothing. No. And every time they've talked about it, they've made it more confusing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now we know, again, that the 11th Air Force had spotted it. Right. So, just hey, hey, it's only about NORAD. Oh, look, it's, it's only about it, look. For God's uh, sakes, don't shoot, don't shoot down Santa. What about the Easter Bunny? That's going to be a problem. How does the Easter Bunny move? I'm not sure. I think he hops. Okay, so that'd be ground forces then. <laughs> yeah, ground forces. <laughs> Which means we're going to need boots on the ground. How does how does the Easter Bunny get along? Well, what about the, well, the tooth fairy flies, right? It's, it's fairy. I think so. I think it's undetected. I think uh, they, I, I think if I remember the head of the tooth fairy union came out and, and, and unveiled their stealth technology. 
somehow for years they got into my wallet. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> Leaving my money in other places. No, only I can do that. If I wanted to do that, I'd go to a casino. What's my kid doing with all my money under their pillow? By the way, how has inflation affected the tooth fairy? Yeah. Here's Mom, the tooth fairy left a Groupon. <laughs> yep. Hard times, inflation. Uh, I'm just telling you. Wow, it's just it's just it's insane. It really is. But yeah, that's the latest Dan Sullivan telling an audience at a think tank. Last Thursday, the Pentagon denied a request from the 11th Air Force to shoot down the Chinese spy balloon before it entered American uh, airspace. Uh, said he didn't know whether it was public, what he was saying. But uh, he said it anyway. Said that they had tracked the balloon from far away and requested permission to shoot it down before it entered U.S. airspace. Mm-hmm. So everything that we heard, because remember, the first thing was it was undetected. And then, remember, it came out immediately before we knew anything. Yeah. Well, these things happened during the Trump administration. And then we heard nothing more about that. Right. And then we heard, well, they didn't know about it. And so there's nothing that they will. They didn't know about it. But did you know about it? Because now because they were trying to imply that we didn't detect early on. Got to remember, this was early on. They were trying to make the case we didn't detect the Chinese balloon, Mm -hmm. that nobody detected it. We know that's false. We did. Why did they lie about that? Right. I know you're shaking your head. I'm saying with well, me, it's just, you know, it's, because this is it's, it's the the greater concern is about our commander in chief and defending our nation, and and thank goodness. Well, actually, we don't know what the Chinese gathered, right? No, we don't. You we know, know, I, no, we don't. Know. The other three balloons seem to be mundane and benign, but we don't know what information they gathered in the first one. They sh- they certainly gave them, the Chinese, plenty of time to upload that data. Yeah, oh, yeah. From that apparatus, whatever right. that whatever was on, on right. board, that payload. Because that's likely, if it's not real time, then likely they could remotely upload that data. And then, okay, great, yeah, just shoot it down when it gets off the coast. We don't have a problem with it. Tell Hunter we said hi. Well, was Dan Sullivan telling them something that was told them in the... Top secret session. Hmm. Right. Hmm. You know, what 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 does Congress know that we don't know? Right. Because nothing's come out. And you know, why aren't Republicans demanding that what they heard a lot of it be if it's not in national security be because there's a ton of stuff that could be declassified. Yeah. Right. Yeah, if they if they've already said that the other three balloons you know, basically, were benign, and they don't believe they were the the property of then, a, a foreign entity. Then why do we shoot them? Then down? then why do we? All of that can be de- declassified. Right. Now I don't know if they were told that or not. I don't mm-hmm. know what they were told in the mm-hmm. session, so mm-hmm. we, don't, we don't. But we've already learned. I mean, they basically said we don't believe that they belong to China or another foreign. Oh yeah, entity. Yeah, right. So right. we we know right. that part of it. No, then we can ask a lot of questions on right. those. Right. Oh yeah. Our representatives can. Yep. In a hearing. 866 90 Red Eye. 
the Western Mountain Snowpack season officially ends in less than a month. And the outlook, according to USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey, It has been a fabulous winter across California, Nevada, Utah, and Arizona in particular. Almost every river basin in those four states reporting snowpack that is currently 150 to around 300 percent of average for this time of year. Mixed snowpack conditions are reported in other states. Colorado is not looking Looking bad with really good conditions in the west, a little worse as you head to the eastern slopes of the Rockies. While the Pacific Northwest is experiencing a period of dryness the past several weeks. We are looking at season-to-date precipitation values in our northwestern states that are ranging from about 75 to 90 percent of average. Snowpack's a little bit better than that because we've had a high percentage of the precipitation falling as snow, and it's been cold. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. This report is made possible by Cenex Roadmaster XL Premium Diesel and Sitco Lubricants. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll free at 866-90-RED-EYE. Shop at iowa80.com for the best selection of everything. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Crony and I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE. So I think... It's tonight and tomorrow night, the first of the videos Tucker Carlson is supposed to release from January 6th. Yeah. Still think it was a bad move by McCarthy because mm. it will be viewed. You know, when you look at how Twitter released everything, uh, it was done in a way where you couldn't argue partisanship. They tried, but you really right. couldn't succeed in doing it. There's there's two problems right now. Only really, They sh- should have released it overall. Should have released it to a number of news organizations you know, all of it to, to uh, uh, you know, to go through it or... One uh, central location in the website or, or something. Or, 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 yeah, where where you could actually uh, where you could actually view it. The problem is it's going to be viewed as Fox News and Tucker Carlson, so immediately dismissed by the media, and he will be demonized. And people will say immediately, how can you trust Tucker Carlson? How can you trust Fox News when obviously... They told the people one thing uh, and and believed another during the election of 2020. Yeah. That has harmed Fox's news credibility. That has harmed, I don't care what anybody says, it has harmed Tucker's credibility and on, on both sides. Yeah, going I in, mean, whether, it's, whether, not, it's not going to play well for no, anybody. No, it doesn't. It, it's hurt uh, 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 Sean's credibility. And I mean, on both sides, uh, Trump supporters, well, wait a minute, they yeah. were only saying that. Because they were getting money for it, they actually right. didn't believe it. Right. So even Trump fans, so and and Republicans who don't like Trump are saying, "See, you guys were lying. I don't trust you either." Yeah. And so I don't understand McCarthy just releasing it to Tucker Carlson doesn't make any sense whatsoever because the perception immediately is partisanship, even if the stuff from the Smartmatic and Dominion lawsuit hadn't come in, still I wouldn't have done it that way because it's viewed as partisan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, They had their January 6th committee. You're using Fox News to edit it selectively in your case. Well, don't let them have that accusation. Don't do that. And we said early on was the wrong thing to do. Yeah, you're not going to win. And we said that before. Yeah, the Dominion story came out. Right. And and it would honestly, because if you're not going to have true transparency, then why? Then then 
How do you expect that to happen? There's no way for any pundit or TV host to release all of it. So it's going to have to be selective. Right. Because they're limited on time. But you can't say, that. and and the problem is, is that you can't claim, well, we're only selected, only selective because we're limited on time when you're a Tucker Carlson. I mean, that's just, you're just not going to get away with that. And that's going to be a problem. It doesn't serve anybody. If, if McCarthy wanted to do this to serve the public, then it should have been a fully transparent thing and, and, and posted somewhere for people to access. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letters CPREDEYE, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. You're a threat to democracy if you don't download our app, Red Eye Radio. And he's Eric Carlin. I'm Gary McNamara, 86690-RED-EYE. Before we get to uh, uh, Fauci and the Republicans looking into the origins of COVID uh, uh, this week, uh, just one more thing I wanted to say. You know, when I, when I look at how McCarthy gave, you know, the January 6th tapes to Tucker Carlson, uh, and and the problem that I believe we have with it is, number one, the January 6th committee was a complete failure. Hmm. And yeah. why was it? Because people perceived early on, if you remember, early on they perceived it was political. right? And yeah. then when you went through it, people understood it. And so that's why it never got going. And so what you wanted to do now, because what the Democrats have been stating, because the big thing is the Democrats have been stating it's an insurrection. And an insurrection to most people is the belief that there was a coordinated effort to take over the country, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That didn't Mm -hmm. happen. It was a riot that went out of control. And there's a lot of things that I want to know. I want to know why the Capitol Police failed, why Capitol Security failed. Yep. That's what I want to know. I already know it was a riot. 
And and so we know it wasn't an insurrection. Insurrection would be a coordinated effort to take over the country and take over Congress that had, you know, a conspiracy theory involved in it. Mm-hmm. We all know that didn't happen. It was a riot. Democrats continue to lie about it. And that's their fear is that if the tapes come out, Republicans would be able to make a solid case that it was not an insurrection and the right. Democrats lied again. Exactly. By giving it to Tucker Carlson alone, who was viewed as the ultimate partisan, we said it was the wrong thing to do before the story came out about Dominion and Smartmatic, uh, the, the, the text messages, how uh, uh, Carlson and Hannity and Laura Ingram were saying one thing before the cameras and another thing uh, when the cameras weren't on. In, right, inside right. the actual company. Right. That's a problem. Now, they may have an answer for it, but they can't answer because Fox won't allow them. But that's the perception of what exists right now. They may have a legit answer. Until I hear both sides, I never come to a conclusion. Right. We don't do that. Mm-hmm. We're telling you what the allegation is. And, the, and it's pretty damning because just like on Hunter Biden, they got the emails. And and that's the problem when you have the emails that say it. So the last thing you'd want to do is especially, number one, he's a partisan, and number, and you've won the partisan war already on it. You won the partisan war already. People already viewed it as being, that's partisan. It's all Democrat. Mm-hmm. And Lynn Cheney really wasn't a Republican. There was nobody, there was nobody really cross-examining any of the witnesses or any of the evidence that existed right. about January 6th. It right. was not an insurrection. It was a riot. And a lot of Republicans want to know what went wrong. A lot of people want to know what went wrong with Capitol Security when we've had many, many hundreds upon hundreds of of riots and things happen in the Washington D.C. area that's handled by Capitol Security. Right. So what happened here? Right, and that may not get known. Be well, it may be known, but it may be shrugged off because it's viewed as partisan and not credible, coming from Tucker Carlson. Like it or not, that's the reality. And you may love Tucker Carlson; he's viewed as a partisan. But the Smartmatic and Dominion stuff really hurt him among Republicans. On both sides, Trump supporters and those who don't support Trump, yeah. both now are suspicious, saying, "Will we get the whole story, or we get what they? We, are they going to show what they want to show because of it'll make money for them, or won't they tell us the truth based on the Dominion and Smartmatic?" And that's the problem. And until they can speak on it, which I don't know if they ever will be able to speak on it, depending on what will happen. I don't know how I, your, I don't yeah. know how your Fox and cut a deal and can't and don't let them respond somehow. Hmm. Unless you do look, if the left gets away with it all the time, just sit there and let it go away, and nobody remembers it. Look, Chuck Todd was on. Who was he questioning? You Sununu. He was questioning about well, Fox lies. Yeah, yeah. And Sununu, Sununu never hit him directly and said. Well, he did say MSNBC does, but he didn't say Chuck, you lie. Well, you know, he didn't. He didn't bring it up, and and so what I'm saying is the media is using it against Fox at this point. SNL and, did a bit apparently on on Fox and Friends talking about Dominion, and I don't. I didn't see the bit. I just saw the headline, and I'm anxious to 
to watch that. Apparently the clip is somewhere, and it was this past weekend. But the fact of the matter is is that if the Speaker of the House wanted this uh, to be public, believing it would serve the public, then you do just that. You release everything to everybody. Yep, and you get you get, and therefore everybody can analyze it from uh, you. You're all you know, you're, and I'm talking conservative powerhouses, mm-hmm. sure, Wall Street Journal, National yep. Review, absolutely. Whatever. Everybody can go through it and say, okay, you know what's you know what's actually in here. Because you're not you can't make a case. the The tapes are not going to make a case for an insurrection. In fact, they're going to make the opposite. Well, and and that's the problem because there was no insurrection. No, and and when you because my, I haven't seen anywhere where they plan to do anything beyond this. Because, you know, quite typically, if you release something this big, then you do involve the other media. Was well, Tucker Carlson going to call the Wall Street Journal over to review everything? And you know, I mean, is there is there going to be anything beyond? Fox News. Yeah. I haven't seen anywhere where that's the case. And my thing is you can win this politically, and by doing this so far, I don't see where the win is politically because everything will be viewed as being, again, partisan and edited for uh, uh, you know Fox's benefit. Right, and yeah, it might for their not, ratings, right. doesn't matter whether it is or isn't, that's going to be the perception. And as you can see, the January 6th committee didn't pay attention to the imagery of the partisan politics, and they got burned by it. That was a Republican victory. They should have taken advantage of it and said, nope, we disseminate it in a separate way. I don't know exactly how they should have done it, whether it's a central location where everybody can view it or mm. whether they do something like Twitter did, where you can't argue it. You find you find those reporters, as Twitter did, mm. that even if they might be liberal, are looking for the truth. Right. And get the entire truth out there. And you don't do it by just giving it to Tucker Carlson. Right. You know, you could you could treat it uh, where uh, just like um, uh, the the Twitter files, except for that you're inviting a number of media groups in Mm -hmm. to review. Right. Come in, review. We'll approve, I don't know, one or two reporters, whatever, from each media company. And they can all come in and review it and do their own report on it. You know, it's interesting because um, who was it that was in Congress before? Uh, oh, it was Trey. Uh, Trey got it. When he was saying, uh, look, they, because they kept asking him. I think they were trying to they were trying to get him to answer a question. And the, the premise of the question was wrong. You know, do you blame, I think, you know, are you blaming Hillary Clinton for blah, blah, blah in this report? And and it was the 800-page report on Benghazi. So do you lay lay the the blame squarely at the feet of Hillary Clinton? Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to give you guys the report. You guys can take from it what you will. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Same approach here. We're going to make this available to the media. Everything. And that's the way it will go. Because for television, you're going to be limited. Exactly. I mean, unless unless they're, they're allowing Fox 
or and or Carlson to make it available otherwise. Television is yeah. going to be limited by time. All right. This week, there's going to be a couple of hearings uh, on uh, uh, COVID origins. Hmm. Uh, we know the uh, New York Post story that uh, uh, came out yesterday. More emails released by the Republicans showing that uh, there was a report that Fauci commi- uh, uh, commissioned hmm. and actually talked to the scientists. And then when he when he actually uh, was talking about uh, and President Trump was standing next to him, boy, I wonder if... Uh, uh, if um, DeSantis will use that against him, mm. <laughs> against Trump. Right. But when he was uh, standing with Trump there uh, at uh, and uh, and talking about the fact, in fact, there's a recent report that came out that shows that it can't be the uh, the uh, the uh, the COVID, and we'll find out about the authors and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, he wasn't telling the truth. He's the one that commissioned it. He knew everybody involved in it, and even that Christian Anderson said no. He was prodded by Fauci to be involved in this to discount the lab leak theory that the narrative was the purpose of this was to defeat that theory and the whole point is well you didn't know what it was jim jordan was talking about this in general on fox news yesterday here's what they'll be looking at this week well first on the on the COVID issue understand that on January 31st, 10.32 p.m., 2020. So right at the get-go, Dr. Fauci gets an email from Dr. Christian Anderson, which says virus looks engineered, virus not consistent with evolutionary theory. The next day, he gets another email from Dr. Gary. Now, these are doctors he's handed out our tax dollars to over the years. Dr. Gary's email says, I don't know how this happens in nature. It would be easy to do in a lab. That same day, February 1st, 2020. So again, right at the start, that same day, Dr. Fauci organizes a conference call. Him and Dr. Collins get on there with Dr. Gary, Dr. Anderson, all these other virologists. They get on there, and three days later, everybody changes their story. The same guy who said this would be easy to do in a lab says, oh, now you're crazy if you think it came from a lab. The same guy that says, I don't know how this, that, that this, would, uh, that this does, that looks engineered, he changes his story. And then the kicker is, three months later, those same two doctors, Dr. Anderson and Dr. Gary, get a several million dollar grant from Dr. Fauci to continue their research. So the, the fundamental question is, why was Dr. Fauci so consumed with making sure the narrative wasn't about the lab? I think it's because they were doing gain-of-function research there. He didn't want that out. And, and that was the narrative that everyone on the left bought into, even though the facts and common sense, maybe most importantly, pointed to the lab leak theory. And so, and then the story came out afterwards, and I'm sure he knew about it at the time, about the, uh, the report that Fauci commissioned that included Christian Anderson also, mm-hmm. who initially said, no, uh, I don't, evolutionary, I don't believe this can happen. Right. Uh, and uh, he said, well, I'll get you the authors. And he, Im- he really implied from what I can get that he knew nothing about it and was separate from this report completely when it was a report that he commissioned. This is pretty damning stuff. Yeah. No, Especially when doctors say something and two days later they change their mind. Well, and, you know, that's it. Um, it. His credibility is gone. And so now you look at, all right, what what is the likelihood? You know, one of the things is, is that um, everybody had COVID exhaustion by the end. It was, nobody wanted to follow the rules at all. People didn't want to be forced to stand six feet apart and wear a mask and everything else. As, as many Karens as were out there, 
That just wasn't the case. By the end of it, everybody was annoyed. And so the effect of that is then people in their mind are asking, how did it happen? And I think the first indicator really that turned it around, and you have to think back to John Stewart and him saying that on Colbert, what he said on Colbert. Why did he think he could go on Colbert and say that? Not the fact that he said it. He didn't say it for shock factor. He felt comfortable in saying it. And there's a reason, because everybody at that point was, was going, thinking it. give us a break. You're telling us it's not from the lab? How do you know? Exactly. And how? what a coincidence to cover it up. Yeah, what a coincidence that would be that it, the right. wet market is just right. so close within miles of where we do this type of, you know, this type of research right. on coronavirus. Right. 86690 Red Eye. We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. So I, I think the, the, the thing that most people would wonder is at the very, very beginning of, of COVID, nobody knew. You didn't know where it came from. How come they were so sure? And especially when you had the two doctors that had the, you know, the conference call with Fauci and Collins from the NIH, who both had said, we don't see how this can, you know, be from nature. Mm -hmm. Evolutionary, it doesn't look like it. So they're looking at the biology of it. Right. What, and which is, by the way, how they're looking at it now. Yeah. Why would you early on right. be so set on trying to disprove right. it? That shouldn't right. be your goal. When you're when two of your major scientists are saying they believe it's something, and then two days later they completely change their mind, what changed it? Right. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.